a Pantry Studio production. I know she didn't walk away from this property by herself or off this yard by her swing. I feel in my heart that somebody has came up here and took her, has lured her away from here. I'm sorry that you feel this way about us, but we love our children with everything we have. It was on the Ben Hill Road in the Beach Creek community of Hawkins County, Tennessee, where this tale takes place. It's rural here, peaceful and quiet for the most part. Sure, you've got a few stray animals like bears and snakes, and terrain that can be a bit dangerous itself if you are not careful. Doesn't mean it's inhospitable, though. What you're going to hear will take several twists and turns, like the back roads in Tennessee on any given day. Just imagine, if you will, a five-year-old little girl. She's about three feet tall and 40 pounds soaking wet. Maybe. She's dressed in gray pants and a pink shirt, her blonde hair is cropped short. A kid being, well, a kid. Summer Wells came in from gardening and went to play with her toys in the basement of her family's home in rural eastern Tennessee. That was on June 15, 2021. And it was the last time anybody saw her. These are the Mountain Mysteries, and this is Episode 30, The Lost Summer. The Mountain Mystery of Summer Utah Moon Wells. I will be the last to fall. I won't shed a tear for them to see. There are over 1.9 billion square acres in the United States alone, and 24% of those are mountainous. The secrets that these regions hold are enormous. Reports of mysterious creatures, strange sightings and sounds, ghosts and murders, and those who have seemingly vanished. There are questions that need asking and answers worth finding. These are the Mountain Mysteries. Here's Chris Sloan. Please support us on Patreon if you can, like Samantha Sloan, the Mountain Mystery's newest Patreon supporter. Samantha, thank you so much.
Check out the source for all things in these mountains that are mysterious at the mountainmysteriespodcast.com and support us on Patreon if you can. We'd appreciate it. Hi, I'm Chris Sloan, your host for the Mountain Mysteries. And don't forget on Thursday nights live across multiple platforms, including Facebook, YouTube, Twitch, and more, we have the gatherings. Again, that's every Thursday nights at 8 o'clock. And of course, when you're a Patreon subscriber at the $5 tier and above, you'll get access to the blurs. And we have a special announcement, but now let's get on with it. Candace Bly, Summer's mother, described this little tiny five-year-old girl on the missing posters and Amber Alert billboards. Candace is her mother and she said that Summer went from Paw Patrol to My Little Pony. Then she made the natural leap to Elsa in Frozen. And then, of course, she got into those, what Candace described as weird Dracula Barbie dolls and the weird color hair and stuff like that. Well, those weird colored Dracula Barbie dolls are Monster High dolls. I know, I have a daughter. The idea to color her hair didn't come from the dolls, though. Candace states that she dyed her hair and Summer wanted to have hers dyed too. Candace said that her daughter's interests were diverse. She liked all kinds of stuff. She could actually sing the entire Frozen song. Well, she liked the Disney princess stories, of course, and her interest also ranged all the way over to Godzilla. Oh, well, that's a pretty big stretch from a Disney princess to a 400-foot-tall lizard. Said her daddy got her liking that one. Now, like most kids, Summer apparently liked to sleep in a little bit, and her mother said that she was trying to figure out exactly how they were going to get the kids up and ready and to school on time. In the videos of Summer, at the Seventh-day Adventist Church in Kingsport, Summer is seen embracing one church member in particular, Sabbath school teacher Robin Lane, they said that everybody loves Robin up there. She's always running up to Robin. Robin was her favorite person. At home, Summer was often seen in photos cuddling with the family's pets, both cats and dogs. She called one of them Yucky. Candace had pointed out, saying that it was one of the friendly dogs on the property that just roamed and came and went as it pleased. It was her oldest son's dog, and he called it Lucky, but Summer called it Yucky. Now, Summer's adorable face and contagious smile, along with what's happened, this tragedy, has made her the subject of a lot of prayers and concerns of friends and complete strangers who have all reached out trying to help in any way they can. A woman who is friends with a family recently tried to raise funds for the family with a GoFundMe account. Candace said that she told her that she didn't care about no damn money. She don't want anybody's money, she just wants her daughter back. That's what she tries to keep telling everyone, she said, that that's all she wants is her daughter back. Summer Wells disappeared on the evening of June 15th, sparking a weeks-long manhunt in the rugged mountainous terrain of Hawkins County. Now, this land can be treacherous to navigate if you're not familiar with it, but it doesn't mean that it's entirely inhospitable. Hundreds of tips called in to the Tennessee Bureau of Investigation have so far all led to dead ends and some in her family have all but given up hope of finding her alive. Now, Summer's parents both believe that Summer was taken from their 11-acre property along a rural road. 
Candace Bly, Summer's mother, said that she brought the girl inside from gardening and left her with her three brothers. Well, they lost track of her within a few minutes, and she hasn't been seen or heard of since. Family members told authorities it's not common for the five-year-old to wander off. Don Wells, Summer's dad, has said that they've had several people sneaking around there, but he said that they've seen them sneaking around at night, which is even more odd. Wells told the paper, speaking of his 11-acre property on Ben Hill Road, that they've never had somebody up there at 5.30 in the afternoon that they know of. They didn't come up the driveway. They came up a dog trail from the woods. The police and canine units have used that one. And that's where the scent took them, down through the woods, not the driveway. At Ben Hill Road is where the dog's scent ended. Summer's dad, Don, added that only God can turn this thing around at this point, and it's really discouraging. Here's a timeline of events. Bly said that she took her mother, whose name is also Candace but goes by Candy, to the emergency room early that day because of trouble with her knee. According to Bly's account, she dropped her mother off at the emergency room and then went with Summer to visit friends in Kingsport. They invited her over to sit at the house while she waited for her mom to get done so they weren't sitting in that hot truck. So she went over there. Later on, they went back to pick up Bly's mother, this time joined by a 15-year-old son of a friend who asked to come along. She went and picked her up and then drove all the way across town and dropped her off her prescription. They said it'd be about 30 minutes at the most, Bly told the newspaper. So they were like, well, instead of sitting there in the car while it's hot, we'll just go to Warriors and let Summer swim for a little while. Bly said that they weren't planning on going swimming, fishing, or anything else. She said that she figured around 15 to 20 minutes in the water would help Summer run a little bit of energy out instead of sitting in that hot truck. Now, more than likely, Bly is referring to Warriors Path Pool, a state park in Tennessee. This is believed to be where Summer was swimming in the TikTok video that was posted June 15th. The report indicates that an unidentified person... The report indicates that an unidentified person... It could be quite possibly the 15-year-old boy who was with Summer and her mother at the time, had claimed that Summer got into trouble in the water and the boy had to rescue her. However, Candace Bly, Summer's mother, said that that boy lied on everything that happened. Because the place that they were at, there were no rocks. She didn't slide on any rocks or fall in the water. She wasn't under the water for 20 seconds or more, like he said. That was just a bunch of lies he made up. And she says that he doesn't know why he did that. At 5.30 that evening, June 15th, Summer was planting flowers about 20 feet from her family's house on Ben Hill Road in the unincorporated community of Beach Creek with her mother and grandmother. Summer wanted to go back over and see her brothers, and her mom said okay, and walked Summer over to the porch and watched Summer walking into the kitchen, where Summer's three brothers were watching television. Candace told the boys to watch Summer and that she'd be back. During the time, Bly was not in the main house. She was at her mother's trailer on the property fixing her knee brace. It was only a couple of minutes, Candace said, that she came back and asked the boys where their sister was, and they said she went downstairs to play with her toys in the playroom. She said she yelled downstairs for Summer a couple of times and did not get an answer, which was unusual according to Candace because she said Summer always answers her. And so, she went down through the basement to check, and Summer was nowhere in sight. So Candace Bly called Dawn Well, saying that she was freaking out. She said, I can't find Summer. Get home now. He said, call 911. So, she said that she dropped her phone because she had to run over 
to get her mother's phone and dial 911 because her AT&T phone is the only one that works out there in such a rural area. So she called them and told them what was going on. It was around 6.30 on the evening of June 15th that Summer was reported missing to the Hawkins County Sheriff's Office. And then, at midnight on the 16th of June, the Tennessee State Bureau of Investigation released an endangered child alert for Summer. It was shortly after 11 o'clock the next morning on the 16th of June that TBI changed the endangered child alert to an amber alert. The endangered child alert is issued when there's concern for a child's safety. Well, when the Amber Alert goes off, that's reserved for the most serious of missing children's cases, where officials believe a child is in imminent danger. So we scoot forward just a little bit to around 4 o'clock on the afternoon of June 16, 2021. Officials with the Hawkins County Sheriff's Office and TBI held the first of what would be several news conferences updating the public on search efforts. About 30 tips were called in before the end of that day alone. It was 1 p.m. on the 17th of June. Search teams said steep and dangerous terrain, including dense canopy coverage and ground cover, were hampering their efforts to search. Poor cell phone service sure as hell didn't help anything, and it made it very difficult for them to communicate. At about 20 minutes in front of 9 o'clock on June 17th, investigators began asking anyone who lives on or near Ben Road to check their trail cameras, surveillance footage, and outbuildings for any sign of Summer. The following day, June 18th, Summer's father spoke to media outlets for the first time, saying he was at work when Summer went missing. He said that when he got home, he drove to the bottom of the property and realized that all of his neighbors and others were still coming the woods looking for her. He realized right then that she was not there. Wells told this to the Times News. He said, I knew right then and there that she was gone. Because she would never leave there on her own. Somebody had taken her. Don Wells told WVLT-CBS affiliate WJHL in a written statement that he believed Summer was kidnapped while she was playing outside. She'd never leave that hill. I think that someone snuck up on her and grabbed her, and I don't think that she's in the area because the dog goes down the road, and that's just the end of the trail. But I don't know that for a fact. The way that she just disappeared, she would never do that, according to Don. Don also suggested that someone may have been hiding in the weeds, waiting for her to go into the basement. July 19, 2021. The Tennessee Bureau of Investigation shared photographs of Summer's house and property where she was last seen. On the 22nd of June, one week after Summer's disappearance, TBI reported receiving at least 221 tips. Investigators continued to push residents in the area to check their barns and crawl spaces for any place that a child might hide. Specialized searches in the Beach Creek community did carry on. On the 23rd of June, 2021, Investigators set up a roadblock to ask drivers if they noticed anything unusual on the day Summer disappeared. Three days later, June 26th, the Tennessee Bureau of Investigation asked for the driver of a Toyota pickup truck to come forward after a witness reported seeing it in the Beach Creek area on the late afternoon or early evening of June 14th or 15th. Not sure about that. It's really strange that I've never seen this truck, and I've never heard of it until just recently. But I wish they would come forward and explain themselves. 
And if you're not a suspect, at least come forward and say what you've seen. Officials said the person may have seen something related to Summer's disappearance, and they can use all the help they can get at this point. The truck was described as a 1998-2000 model maroon or red Toyota Tacoma with a full bed ladder rack and white buckets in the truck bed. So far to date, the TBI says there's a photo of a similar truck circulating on social media saying that the vehicle has been located, but agents said that that information is simply not accurate. It was the Wednesday after that the TBI reported that particular photo was not released by law enforcement. Sunday, June 27th. In a release, the TBI announced it would be scaling back its search efforts in the search for Summer Wells due to the difficult terrain that was exhausting crews both physically and mentally. Search efforts will continue on a more specialized team basis as needed and directed from local, state, and federal agencies. Just because they may not be seen as such a large presence in and throughout the area, Rest assured that they have not quit and won't quit until Summer Wells is found. All of the crews have searched more than 3,000 acres since Summer was reported missing on June 15th. The Churchill Rescue Squad stated in a post on Facebook that the rugged mountainous terrain continues to cause problems. This slows search operations down in these areas, but rest assured, while encountering those conditions, they are still searching with an aggressive approach, with extreme attention to detail. Community members have wondered why volunteers were not utilized during the search for summer, but Lawson said that the hazardous terrain was the reason for restricting people who could assist. People got confused. Why? They didn't want people just off the street searching the woods. Well, people not familiar with that terrain could easily hurt themselves, and then a search operation could easily become a rescue operation. The authorities said that they couldn't take the chance on losing someone else in that tremendous mountain terrain and with bears all over the place. It's very dangerous, so that's why they put so many in certain areas. So they knew who and how many were coming out. So everyone was accounted for. So that made it a lot easier on them to keep tabs on people. Not that they didn't appreciate the community wanting to help and search, but they certainly did not want to put anybody in harm's way. ATT and Verizon have brought cell signal boosters to help increase reception, but Incident Commander of Ground Search Captain Tin Coop said service was still spotty. On June 28, 2021, Summer's parents addressed the five-year-old girl's very short haircut in the WRKN interview, Bly said that Summer was a tomboy and wanted to shave her head. Summer's father, Don Wells, interjected that Summer had attempted to shave her own head. She was a tomboy. I shaved my head. She wanted to have her head shaved like me and the boys did. She tried to shave her head she tried in to the back and, and make it, uh, I think you can see it in some of the pictures, and it was getting out of control, so she... We decided to shave her head off and let it grow back long, and she shaved her head to, to so she wouldn't feel bad. And uh, but but it didn't bother her at this point. It was on the first of July, two thousand twenty-one, that the Polk County Sheriff's Office in Wisconsin told WJHL that Summer's disappearance renewed interest in the case of her missing aunt. Rosie Marie Bly, 
who vanished in Polk County back in 2009. Investigators said that there's no evidence that indicates the two cases are connected. But according to the FBI, Rosemarie was last seen leaving her residence in St. Croix Falls, Wisconsin, on August 21, 2009, and five days later, her vehicle was found in a tractor-trailer parking lot 30 miles from her home. Bly said she was between Arkansas and Tennessee at the time of her sister's disappearance and stated that she doesn't know all of what happened or what did happen, but she hopes that they find her too and bring her home safely as well. July 2nd, Hawkins County Sheriff Ronnie Lawson told WJHL they've received no solid leads from the over 750 tips that have been called in. July 11th, Lawson told the Times News Summers case is nowhere even close to being cold. On July 12th, the Tennessee Bureau of Investigation confirmed that they've received 935 tips that regards Summers' disappearance. In a recorded video, Lawson told the public everything is still on the table, that they're trying their best to find out what happened to Summers, so everybody is still a person of interest. It was on that same day in an interview with the Times News the Summers' father, Donald Wells, expressed very little hope that she was still alive. The father of Summer Wells raised concerns that he thinks this will not have a good outcome. Statistically speaking, there's a good chance she's already dead, he said. Don Wells told the Kingsport Times News on Monday that he hated to think that way, but he loved her with all of his heart. If nothing else, he'll see her in the resurrection as long as he keeps the commandments and do what he's supposed to do, he'll see her. Those were his words. Wells said that he believes Summer was abducted, but the Tennessee Bureau of Investigation has no evidence at all to confirm that. The agency is still investigating the circumstances that actually led to the five-year-old's disappearance. He also confirmed that he... His wife and mother-in-law all passed lie detector tests in the early days of this investigation. When asked about lie detector tests during their June 24th briefing, Officer Earhart said that it's no secret that the TBI has a polygraph unit, but he didn't discuss specifics. He said, quote, I can tell you that we use that as an investigative tool. In a situation like this, we're going to use every resource and tool available to us, end quote. July 13th, Shelley Smitherman, assistant special agent in charge with the Tennessee Bureau of Investigation, said that investigators typically have a credible tip or lead to go off of within a couple of days of a child disappearing. She said that that is the frustrating part for law enforcement in this case and for the public, that they will continue to investigate and search for Summer. But in the public's eye, there may not be much media attention given to the case but it doesn't mean that they have stopped looking. On July 27th, officials involved in the ongoing search for Summer Wells told WVLT News that while search efforts are not being scaled back any further than they already have been, the process for searching is changing slightly. Candace Bly, Summer's mother, told WJHL that her three boys had all been taken into custody but refused to give any explanation as to why. Well, Bly said that Summer's disappearance has nothing to do with the situation that led to the boys being taken from the home. It was a day earlier that her father, David Wells, 
had told a similar story to the Kingsport Times News. He said, right now it's not safe at my house. There's too much going on and people are crazier than hell. And right now it's just not safe. There's too much going on, too many crazy people coming around and trying to start stuff. Specifically, Wells claimed that psychics were showing up at his house claiming to have insight into Summer's disappearance. Donald Wells confirmed the removal of the boys that month during an interview on the J is for Justice podcast over the weekend. He said they come at me and said that they had the inside scoop with the Tennessee Bureau of Investigation and that they knew I sold my daughter for drugs and I flipped out. Oh, I flipped out. That's what Wells told podcast host Jennifer Youngblood. He said, I believe that stuff like an idiot. I believed it and I flipped out, started drinking and everything else, and that's why they took our kids. Now, Youngblood said that Don has not faltered from his original story. The only thing that she said she's confused about is the statement that was made that he took the boys to work that morning with him and dropped them back off when Candace said to her friend that they were home cleaning. So that was one thing that she said that she had not yet had the chance to ask Don. A spokeswoman for the Department of Children's Services told Fox News that the agency is participating in the investigation but could not provide further comment. August 11th, Hawkins County Sheriff Ronnie Lawson told the local newspaper that social media was causing unsubstantiated rumors about the case to be taken as fact by some. He said, there's a lot of incorrect information and a lot of advice coming from social media that's hampering this investigation and stuff that we've already done many times over, he said. The Tennessee Bureau of Investigation tweeted a video of Lawson Wednesday during which he addressed concerns from people who speculated that the investigation into Summer's disappearance had ended. And it had not ended. Summer Wells has now been missing for more than eight weeks at that time, the tweet stated. TBI agents and Hawkins County SO detectives get asked daily if the investigation has ended. The answer is no. Sheriff Ronnie Lawson addressed those concerns in that clip. Lawson said while he understands there is speculation about the investigation, he wants the community to know the case continues. He understands people's curiosity about where they're at in the case as far as the investigation goes. And he knows people like to speculate. He understands that. But Lawson said they have to understand that the number one goal from day one is to find Summer. In the video, Lawson also said that everyone is still a suspect in the case in the search for Summer as it continues. He said everybody's still a suspect, a person of interest, or whatever you want to call it, but they're still intensely looking into it. It was on September 1st that the Churchill Rescue which manages the fund related to the disappearance of Summer Wells, announced the total. They said the reward included $3,295 donated at a bank and two donations that totaled more than $35,000. And now we move to speculation into Summer's father, Don Wells. You know, it's very important here to state that what matters most when we're talking about Summer Wells is Summer Wells, not her dad, not her mom, it's Summer herself. What needs to happen here is that she's found safe and sound. But the story of Summer Wells is so wrapped up with a lot of rumors that it is kind of hard to discern fact from fiction. Hawkins County officials said that Summer Wells' father, Donald Wells, was arrested on domestic assault charges back in 2020. 
Following that incident, Summerwell's mother, Candace Bly, filed for an order of protection against Don Wells. That was dismissed, but in that order, Bly stated, and I quote, I am afraid for my children and myself, end quote. According to police reports, Donald Wells was arrested October 14, 2020, and charged with domestic assault, possession of a handgun while under the influence, and unlawful possession of a weapon following a domestic incident with Summerwell's mother, Candace Bly. Deputies were dispatched to Ben Hill Road in October of 2020 after getting reports of a domestic violence altercation. When police arrived on the scene, they located Don Wells behind the wheel of a vehicle. A stop was conducted in the driveway, and Wells was detained. Deputies said that Wells was stumbling and reeking of alcohol. Wells told deputies he had a black powder pistol in the vehicle and revealed, oh, well, he was a convicted felon, which makes it illegal for him to possess a firearm, at least in this country. He was convicted in Utah, so he was not allowed to possess a firearm at all. Deputy spoke with Candace Bly, who said Donald Wells came home drunk and saw a man in the house. According to the police report, Wells started to argue with the man and he had a struggle with Bly. Now, the reports further said that Bly was pushed down during the incident, causing some damage to her knee. Bly and Wells then began punching himself in the face and left home. Deputies took Wells into custody and booked him into the Hawkins County Jail. A day after the incident, Candace Bly filed for an order of protection against him. In that order, she stated that Wells drinks and throws things. She also went on to state she was afraid of being hurt and claimed Wells was abusive both mentally and physically. She said, I'm afraid for my children and myself, and that her mother feared he was going to hurt her. Four days later, on the date of Donald Wells' hearing, Bly asked for a dismissal of the order of protection. It was on April 21, 2021, the charges of domestic assault and unlawful possession of a weapon were dismissed. Wells, however, did plead guilty to possession of a handgun while under the influence. This was only two months before Summer's disappearance. Wells spoke with WJHL about the charges and protective order, saying that he had been in Utah and that he and Bly weren't on the same page due to a lack of communication. He further said that they worked it out and that she apologized to him. She went to the district attorney. She even talked to the judge and told him that she made a serious mistake and, quote, you know, that's the end of it, Wells said. She didn't get hurt and I never hurt nobody, so, well, that was the end of it. Don has been convicted of multiple violent felonies and served prison time for convictions involving drugs and burglaries in Arkansas, Utah, and Texas. In the late 1990s and early 2000s, he was cited for numerous parole violations. Summer's mother, Candace Bly, has also worked up her own criminal record in the state of Wisconsin, most recently a guilty plea on misdemeanor domestic abuse charges that was back in 2003. In addition to Summer's three younger brothers, Wells has an adult son, also named Donald Wells, who was convicted of child sex crimes in Utah and is a registered sex offender. Now, he doesn't live in Tennessee or anywhere near the property, according to investigators, and the elder Wells said in the Times News interview that his son was in Utah at the time of Summer's disappearance. 
Well, the Tennessee Bureau of Investigation has searched the family's home as part of the ongoing investigation. And Summer's mother also said that she learned that a sex offender lives within minutes of her home. In a video interview, she was quoted as saying less than eight minutes, as a matter of fact. Police have not made any comments about possible sex offenders in the area. This all is not to point the finger at anybody. It's to educate everyone on the entire life of Summer Wells and her disappearance. The Tennessee Bureau of Investigation has not officially named anyone as a person of interest yet. If you'd like more information and updates from the Wells family themselves, you can visit their website. It's at www.findsummerwells.com. That's www.findsummerwells.com. Anyone with information about her disappearance is asked to contact the Tennessee Bureau of Investigation at 1-800-TBI-FIND. That's 1-800-TBI-FIND or the Hawkins County Sheriff's Office at area code 423-272-7121. Tips can also be emailed to tips to tbi at tn.gov. We've also posted links to these and other sources in the show notes of this particular episode on the Mountain Mysteries. Remember to log on to the Mountain Mysteries Podcast.com. Get resources there and also find really cool t shirts, ball caps, and so much more. Join us on our Discord server for the conversations on these and other episodes. Don't miss the gatherings every Thursday night on YouTube, Twitch, and Facebook. And check out the Mountain Mysteries Blurs. And beginning Wednesday, October 7th, right here where you're listening to the Mountain Mysteries Podcast, only for the month of October, the Mountain Mysteries Chills. Getting you in the mood for fall. Some music was provided on this episode by Trevor Huff. For the Mountain Mysteries, I'm Chris Sloan. Stay mysterious. If you enjoy the Mountain Mysteries, please subscribe and give us a five-star rating. That helps us so much. You can also help support the Mountain Mysteries by visiting our sponsors, whose links are below, or by donating at Patreon or the PayPal link shown in the notes. Patreon subscribers will receive early commercial-free episodes and more. production.